Welcome to the Yellow Pill Podcast. My name is Wale. And my name is Toby. Each week, we take on familiar dilemmas and wicked problems that we all face. On the Yellow Pill, you can expect intimate conversations and provocative questions that can change the way you experience the world. So, shall we begin? Hey, hey, this is the fifth episode of the seventh season of the Yellow Pill Podcast. We're halfway there. Can you believe it? It's really ridiculous how time really flies when you're having fun, as they say. Anyways, on this episode, Wale and I were alone and we talked about aging, getting old, turning 30, turning whatever age it is that scares people now these days. Anyways, um, it was an episode about aging and I think growing up, especially on this side of the continent, there's always this like heaviness and anxiety that comes with growing old whether it's about hitting milestones or you know it's about losing our youthful energy and vigor and all of these things that come in between but yeah we sat down talked about it tried to pick out our thoughts about what we felt about aging and everything in between but we hope it's something that you take away a lot from and also just gets you thinking about what it means to be growing older whether it is that you're turning 25 or 26 or when you're turning 20 or the big 30 um i guess 30 being big is relative anyways enjoy the episode bye by the way we're talking about aging and you know i think i mentioned instagram earlier Mm. as i often do in this podcast but i think i was talking about how oh yeah 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 so birthdays right Mm. Everyone was like, oh, well, no, well, not everyone, but people our age are always like, oh, yeah, in the 30s is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You know, um, where am I? What am I doing? Etc. And mm-hmm. you know, combining that narrative that our friends, even, some, even us, we have sometimes with, you know, the fear of my own fear, for example, of fitness or health issues, mm-hmm. you know, Aging, the fear of aging is a, is a real thing and it's an anxiety that I think people have, we have without even knowing that we have it sometimes mm. because, you know, some might, somebody might have a birthday coming up and, and they don't want to celebrate and they just think, oh, I'm not going to celebrate my birthday. Mm. But actually, it could just be that you're just not in the mood to acknowledge taking the fact yeah. that, you know, you are getting older. Mm. You know, sometimes it could be a case of maybe like you go out and maybe you dress in a in a way that is uh, possibly not what your age group might dress like, stereotypically mm. speaking, you know, and that's just a way of showing that oh well, I'm not accepting this age. Of course, age age is just a number depending on what we're <laughs> talking about in it. Um, but my point <laughs> is this fear of <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know why you laughed there, but um, are you done? I think so. I think so. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. Mm. So, um, why do you think there's a fear of aging? I think, I mean, I, we're going to go into some of what I found in research yeah. sense, but just, do you, wait, do you, do you even have that fear at any point? Mm-mm. Not as much as, not as much as I think some people Mm-mm. Have, have you heard that song by yeah. Kanye West? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I love that part. Yeah, exactly. T- Today's like digress day. Digress day, like, like we're digressing today. Digressing. But but so to be fair, like I think to be all through my twenties, I I haven't feared aging because honestly, I've I feel like I've mostly looked the same. So there aren't any physical cues to interest. Yeah, 
there are not any physical cues to really say oh bro like you're looking older and things like that um and so now that i'm close to a milestone age i think that's when the intensity of oh you know you're turning this age but it's not a fear it's just a am i doing everything that i supposed that i'm supposed to have done at this point it's like there's just this illusion of time passing you by in in certain areas like some areas are, are good some areas feel like oh based on my cohorts this is what i should be doing so it's not a fear in the sense that we're talking about it today about like health and things like that um and but to be fair like as you were talking earlier and i'm saying to be fair a lot because this is a very i feel like this might end up being a very touchy topic because some people due to no fault of theirs even at a young age already dealing with certain like chronic issues right you know either it's migraines or pains and things like that and so yo that that thing yeah. scares me man i have friends that say like they've got migraines like mm-hmm. almost every week mm. or there but i'm just like exactly what is this life exactly and I, I would admit that initially i used to think i i don't know i used to trivialize it but obviously as i've gone like and th- when i say i used to this is probably when i was like what's in 100 level or so right because a lot of people start having it from that point in time right but as i've grown to understand like it's not just a headache and you know you can like yeah it's i yeah it's let me just say it's 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 a very it's not it's not cool it's not it's not like i i I pray for everyone that's sort of like dealing with anything like that that you know they 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 see the end of it because it's when you now think about it deeply that some of the things that you just do without thinking twice about someone has to consider a lot more things before they try to do that right um but yeah yeah let me just let me cap it there for now but basically i don't necessarily have a fear of aging um and yeah i mean the reason the reasons the reasons you gave is maybe similar to mine as well Mm. baby face i mean the younger looking um Mm. physique that thankfully my mother gave me (laughs) physics a physique facial features in that sense and obviously it helps you understand your physical possibilities Mm. because you just think that ah maybe like 10 years i'm probably looking 30 when i'm 40 40 when i'm 50 60 when i'm 70 and 70 who knows whether I'll be alive? <laughs> um, well, actually, I, I think we'll be. I, I think by then we'll have some um, age, age technology that would that keep us older. Because aging has been classed class now as a disease, according to some scientists in mm. at MIT or Stanford. There's a guy called I think it's a podcast called Lifespan or a, or a book. Mm. It's an age guy. Just check it out. Mm. Anyway, um, maybe that's. Yeah, so everyone just check out check out that book or podcast called Lifespan. I can't remember his name. I think David Sinclair, and is a is a scientist and focusing on aging. Mm. But obviously, that's, we're not going to talk about that today. But just about the fear of aging. So back to what I was saying, and I think the time I began to worry, if I ever worried, was recently when I began. To, so if you look at my hair, right, I'm mm-hmm. not, I'm not sure whether my hair is receding. <laughs> receding right. hairlines. I don't think so. Yeah. But boy, <laughs> it's just, just something that is looking off mm. on the corners. Mm. And again, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Right. But first of all, I, I think it was probably because of how I cut my hair in the past. Yeah. It could, it could be that it's actually beginning the journey <laughs> of, of recession. <laughs> right. But yeah. when I first had that thought in my mind, Mm-hmm. I was like, oh boy, here it comes. <laughs> here it <he> comes. <laughs> yeah. 
here it comes. And again, that was my own like marker. But before then, I never really. But again, obviously, us being guys, we think about these things differently. Very different. Right? Us being Same. different personalities as well, having different idea of markers of what makes mm. independent, as we spoke about many seasons ago, mm. makes us look at these things differently. Mm. So, like when I looked at literature on on this thing, and I found some interesting ideas on why we generally fear aging, I thought we can walk through them. So, I think one of the one one of the most fundamental ones is just because as a, as human beings, we are self aware, mm. right, about our own mortality. Yep. Right, and I think I think but probably probably the only animals that are I'm not sure. Actually, don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. <laughs> but we are self-aware about our mortality. And obviously, that kind of awareness ter- will terrify anybody. Right. And when you age, it's a direct reminder that you're dying soon, mm-hmm. bruv. You know, so this often can lead to anxiety of, of, of aging. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, when you then get physical signs that, like, like, like me might be having, or maybe mm-hmm. like diminished beauty, declining health, mm-hmm. You know, you, my, my, my beauty is not diminishing. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still flawless. Oh my God. I'm Can still flawless. Please, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm bare average. Um, but yeah. And that's possibly why, like, we have this young and old people separation in society because mm. old, old people remind us or amplify our fear of aging. According to this theory, so this theory is theory, terror management theory, mm. and that is why, like, that's that's the reason why the root of anxiety aging is is in the fear of death. Mm. Death. Um. But yeah, like fear, fear of death. That's to be fair. Like, why am I saying that a lot today? I almost don't think of it too personally, right? In terms of aging, like connecting aging to the death thing is not something that I think I actively do. Right. I think maybe I by third party, my parents or my grandma, like people that I know are, mm. you know, mathematically and based on statistics closer to that. I think that's where it becomes a, a reality. I think you only start to fear death or I guess most of us only start to think of death in that sense. Maybe when, you know, someone close to your age, you know, you know, dies from something like premature death, basically. I think that's what really makes our mortality a lot more obvious to us as young adults mm. than turning one year older, right? So that's that, that's kind of like what I would say. Um, mm. But, but, again, but I, like, think for, I think for... Yeah, go on. Yeah? No, no, yeah, I was just going to say like, um, for, for I think what, what, what makes more sense for, for us like young adults are like the, the physical, I guess the physical things like receding hairlines, what else for guys? I guess. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm dead. Okay, no, I'm, I'm joking. On my eyes. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just about. Wait, wait, wait. No, you know what? You know what? You know what? Let me not even. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to join those women who shame us men. Right. For getting bored. For our headlines. To be fair, it's become right. it's becoming a very interesting like fetish these so, days. Like everybody likes to rub skin sorry? hairs these days. It's becoming kind of like yeah, I don't, I don't, no, I, I, don't, I, I I heard you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, right. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> You want me to say it again? Well, anyways, but, but but is anything similar for 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 women? Like I'm thinking, like what are the 
I know some weird guys have some weird ones they use that I'm not going to say out on this one, but I'm just trying what, to. Do you mean? Do you mean like like what is the equivalent of, of a receding hairline for men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, <laughs> um, because because obviously, like growing up, right, it was mostly puberty markers that you know people were looking out for, and that's how you know people are growing older. But I'm like, after- yes. Yeah, so your question is like, what makes what makes a woman's appearance decline in the eyes of a man? Pretty much, because, yeah. Uh, as or the, yeah. or the eyes of society, eyes yeah, of um, society. Gray hair, but that one I doesn't come. Yeah, because gray hair doesn't come until much later. So honestly, I like. I feel like this compass gives me an interestingly weird one because, I, yeah, for- gray hair could be nice though, could it? It depends. It sure. depends. So, so you know, you know, Dan. Uh, I know he listens to this podcast. I mean, Ashidi, remember Ashidi from Daniel. From um yeah, yeah I said yeah, yeah yeah so he had gray hair like even from from secondary school so it's like yeah I have like gray hair as well yeah. um I know you don't see called call the podcast but I do no. yeah um some like five little monsters <laughs> growing in my head I I caught them a few times but they come color, back man. Like, yeah whatever yeah but anyways, what else does the research say besides this like fear of of death um I mean there were others yeah. and so the other one is the social identity theory. Mm. And it's just that, you know, human beings often self-categorize and compare socially to other people. Mm. Right. And they're saying that that might contribute to the fear of aging. Mm. And why is the idea that, well, you always highlight similarities between yourself, people in your group. Mm. Right. And you always compare, you know, view, you always view people in your own group more positively, people in the out group more negatively. Yeah. And as a young person, for example, you're, you're likely that because of that, um, if you're biased towards that kind of, um, you know, inclination, mm-hmm. you are going to have more negative attitudes towards people that are older because you see them as the out group. Question. Well, y- yes. So, but I was going to say like, you know, I feel like it almost depends on the society that you're in because in, in a weird way, I think we don't like or young, younger people in Africa, generally, I think their dislike for older people is less, like the reason for it, I think is different from why people in other, like that have grown up in other yes. continents. Yes. Yeah. Because. That's, that's a very brilliant point you raised. But go on. Yeah. 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 Because I was going to say like for us, um, older, like people celebrate and give certain benefits or whatever to age and being older and so i think you know people have used age to oppress like younger people mostly in this part of the world based on culture and respect and actually a false or false sense of respect so i think you know our view of older people was more like like this guy is just like like a bit of trouble or like they just they make life difficult basically so it's not a it was more like a dislike for for age age, yeah because of this now, because of this, I, I, I have a theory that yeah. I've just made up in my head that I think if I do some research, I mean, I'm not going to do it, but I think <laughs> it might, might be real. And, okay, and I'll tell is? you why. Um, but, but before I do, let me read the next okay. theory and I'll come back to it. Mm. So, so the next one is about social clock. Okay. Right. Just the idea that society expects you to, you know, have certain timing of life events. Getting mm. your first job, getting married, better your first child, buying a home, retiring. Grandkids. Right. And of course, mm. aging in the sense that if you're deviating from the clocks, 
might generate might generate the idea that Price you know system. you're not yeah. exactly you know in, in that sense so if i go on with that let me give my theory so mm. you know what you said what you just said about um different between how we perceive people that are old back home yeah. in nigeria slash africa yeah. well nigeria i don't know about the countries but nigeria and let's say mm-hmm. the uk for example mm. that makes a whole lot of sense because for for us, older people are like celebrated. You know, they're the wise people. You know, wh- when you see them, mm. you like it to help them. You know, mm. um, you're surrounded by them, possibly even growing up. Mm. And our, our societies are very, very collectivists in yeah. terms of the culture. Mm. Now, over here is much more individualistic. Yeah, which which is why you know people who are old tend to end up in like homes. end up in alone homes, mm. etc. Now. Here's now my theory. So I think if you are here in the UK, you grew up in this society, right? Mm. Your fear of aging might be pushed more by social social identity in the sense of mm. you know Once that you, you know that you're yeah. likely to become in a home because a society that where you're just individualistic, mm. everyone should do things on their own, right? Mm. So that way, old people remind you of that possibility, mm. right? Mm. Whereas in ours, that, that doesn't apply. Yeah. However, in ours, social clock theory might be much more, a bigger contributor to the fear of aging mm. in our culture than here. And that's because yeah. the expectations in our culture are a lot deeper in terms of marriage, job, better first child, right? In terms of what they yeah. expect from yeah. you than here. Here, nobody really gives, mm. a, nobody gives a crap that, that much per se. So yeah, I think yeah, I, I think yeah. in collectivist cultures you have that social clock. No, no that's generalizing. Being it. a bigger in our own yeah, culture, but, you have social clock being a bigger amplifier of the fear of aging. Whereas mm, over here, to be that it's idea more like of the, the indi- individual yeah. experience of, yeah. of vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, like I think it's almost a Western versus you know non-Western sort of like view of it. Um, because, because also I'm thinking about it because now that I'm thinking about it, some of my fears now are less about the social, the, the more distance I've been away from, you know, um, from home and that, you know, immediates social pressure, the more my fears have leaned more into the other direction, which is this idea of, you know, weakness and just not having the yeah. youth vigor that you'd always have. So that's quite, you know, it's, it's we we say this thing on the podcast where family, environment, culture, all of these things, it's weird how they find expression in every single thing. Like we're Everything. talking about we're talking about aging now and see the difference. Like Everything. see the difference. Yeah. yeah. Everything. And and that is why ugh. <laughs> So I was I was at lunch the other day with um two two girls who I kinda of work with. And mm. one of them was talking about how um, this again digressing again sorry folks this is a digressing episode it's we are fine. scared of aging so we're, so we're trying to di- di- so we're digress deflecting. the topic <laughs> we're deflecting uh, we're avoiding so there's yeah. a girl and so we're at lunch and then I don't know how it came up but she said oh that she, that she doesn't really believe in she questions the idea of um, marriage and and one person belonging to one person like, mm. like, how can one person belong to somebody? And I said, mm. actually, that, that's a good question to ask because 
yeah, how can someone belong to one person? But I said, it depends on what you define belong as, right? Hmm. If you define belong as, okay, I'm not going to go into all of that, but I said that. Anyway, yeah. that's my point. You know, you, 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 people see this, this, um, this marriage, family structure, traditional structure as not needed, particularly in, in postmodern world. Mm-hmm. And this is, these are reasons why, you know, these things are very, very important because a family structure is like the subunits of society as we learned in GSS3, social studies. <laughs> right. And you find that whenever societies have much more um, family units that are like together, mm. so my two parents, yeah. right, and a kid or multiple kids, they function better, mm. right? There was research that has shown that um, communities, like let's say the, the low-income communities in America, but like the black neighborhoods particularly, you know, if there's more male, male role models in the community, in neighborhood, mm. there's less crime. Mm. Now, that means that it doesn't matter whether someone has a dad in their house. Mm. Right. What, what matters yeah. is just the environment. So mm. that means that I can have my own kids here, but Johnny down the street, I'm just saying, Johnny, tie mm. your shoelaces. Mm. Right, yeah. don't go there. Yeah. Right. And now that's moving. That's that's the moving from one family unit to a bigger, small environment of units. Yeah. yeah, right, of units. So what my point there is just written to what you said in the sense of like this family unit idea. It's not coincidental that that's the way tradition has shaped it to be. Mm. Right. I know there's variations of of what wokeness should you define family can be today, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. But I think. It's not a coincidence that that a a baby takes two years to be able to walk properly. Mm. Do what it means to take <laughs> care of a baby for two damn years. Like humans are like the only animals that need that 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 time. long of a time to be independent. Mm. And you want to have so you can imagine how that 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 is a hard task for one person, mm. let alone two. No, it's hard for two people, yeah, let alone one, one, person. one person. Yeah. Right, and again, you're not shaping them not, not just physically, but also like mentally as well. Mm. And then there's the brother environment. You know, mm. even for, for for me and you, like there's a lot of things that we learned not not from our houses, but yeah. from the environment. Yeah, you know yeah. where we go. Yeah, and and everything. Yeah. So yeah, let me come back to this. So in the cultures that that, that we find ourselves in, you know, ours coming from Nigeria, quite collectivist, community oriented. The UK is not community oriented at all. <laughs> It, it has pros and cons, right? Mm. And we cannot underestimate the pro of the fact that in our communities, people who are older are, are rarely, are rarely discarded. Mm. You know, there's people who like, we know about these stories where like, there's, there's an old woman who lives next door. Mm. The neighbor will just go and check on her. Oh, mama, mm. for no for no reason. But bro, here like, <laughs> it might happen, so but on, but honestly, yeah. nobody really gives two, two, two craps. I know. I saw a twist that UK is one of the places where like, you know, people are, they die in their apartments and they don't find them for like a while. You know, I've thought about that thing as well. I've always <laughs> thought, I've always thought about it. Okay. Well, if, if, if I die, I'm sure somebody will find me at some point. Cause thankfully I, I, I live in an environment, but in my former house, mm. 
it's possible <laughs> that if I if I died in my room, buya <laughs> buya four days, <laughs> and I and I and and I had flatmates, hmm. I mean housemates, hmm. and I, I'm 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 telling you, I'm sure it might it might take four days before somebody just says, "Hang on, where's where's this dude?" Yeah, and that's not because nobody nobody cares, but it's just a one man for himself kind of vibe kind of for the most yeah. part for the most part so aging in that kind of society differs from aging back home mm. uh, for us it's all about the clocks or more I don't tell you I never yeah. I never marry or more I don't tell you too I never born my, my, my first picking first you know yeah. yeah so it's always these variations in culture that we also didn't take account as well mm. right so when like people like which is why I always say context is always good. You should, we should not internalize norms from 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 everywhere and bring it so, back uh, home. And, try to and vice versa, you should not you should not expect yeah. norms from home to work elsewhere. You have to interpret mm. context and how it applies yeah. Yeah. in that sense. Yeah. But also aging as well, and that and that thing we should talk about in terms of why people fear aging is the double standard of of aging. Mm. And we've already spoken about this already because you asked me a question. You said, "What is the equivalence?" Of a man's receding hairline to a woman, mm. and I couldn't find that. I couldn't think of it. Mm. And in, in in an essence, society expects women to maintain beauty of their parents, right? Mm. Regardless of often their age. Yeah. And I can imagine this is a big marker why a lot a lot of a lot of um women will fear aging. Mm. Right, but again, it's, it's it's a double standard because we don't we don't pay that I mean, same attention to men. To, to well. men, yeah, right. Because you, know, you, you see, you see, you see, RMD being applauded for his grey beards, mm. but nobody talking about. If you see a grey woman, you're not going. Okay, some people, if you, yeah, if you, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But for the for but, the most part, but but even if you look at the beauty industry and things like that, people that are keen on taking away wrinkles. All of these things that, you know, make men seem old and like wine, like fine wine. They're aging like fine wine. You know, most people attribute all those things when it comes to men. But for women, there's this thing where, you know, people actually celebrate, you know, look at any 40 plus, 50 plus black woman that a lot of people like. It's mostly because she looks, she doesn't look at age pretty much. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And for the men, it's often, it's often both for what they've accomplished. Exactly. And better about the look. But yeah. for the women, it's just because, oh, wow. She what, what's this woman's name? Angela Bassett? The, uh, the there are plenty of them, Black like, Panther, um, Black his mother. Panther. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm bad with with Hollywood names. Yeah, but, but she, yeah. she's like sixty plus, I think. Mm. I think, mm. and she looks stunning. And yeah. and and I never seen photos like people like people saying, "Oh wow, like wow, wow, mm. wow." I mean, Even she, Jenna she Jackson, probably she probably yeah. I haven't seen Jenna in a, in a minute, but yeah. she probably was working eating. I mean. Again, when, whenever we see all these people that look... Okay, Let's, maybe, yeah, exactly. sur- maybe surgery too. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I can't but, just say yeah. that, that, she, that she's eating yeah, a veggies bro. and spinach. It might be yeah, so exactly. Nowadays, you can't really tell, bro. You can't, you can't tell, bro. Which is, which is weird because so, I, don't like the, I don't like the idea of a quick fix. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't because it takes away the humanness of us. Like, yeah. she have to work for something good. Yeah. You have to work hard to look good. <laughs> no, it's not even like it, it's just it, it's almost like the microwave thing where, and to be fair, it has its uses, right? Because we can apply the same argument to things like you know now now there's a cure for 
or because you know they're trying to treat um hiv in different kind of ways like oh well, yeah i saw that yeah, yeah. so so the, there's plus i guess health wise you know I, I don't even know it's a weird argument to make sure no. but I, I, obviously yeah. if somebody has yeah. a chronic condition a fetal condition <laughs> any any any, any physical impairment yeah of course yeah. go to the damn let's yeah. let's bring bring out those pills and everything but the subjectivists, I, mean, like, I know, but the subjectivists will tackle you here and say they identify the aging as or anything physical or whatnot as also the kind of ailment. So who are you to tell them not to treat it? Okay, leave it alone. <laughs> I'm t- I'm taking shots at the idea of like you have no you have no medical condition. You you are healthy in the box. Everything is good, but but you've got a big belly, and you, and you and you and you just—it's psychologically you know, affecting the person, the mental health, and they need to solve it that way, bro. Like, <sighs> exactly, side. That's the only thing you can do here, side, because the, <laughs> the the multiple levels. Again, I'm just being the devil's advocate. I don't think that. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I know, exactly. I know. So, but but anyways, um, I want us maybe talk about this. Um, okay, it's a double wait, 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 point. Wait, wait. So, I'm okay, not. I'm not. I push us. I don't know. Switch yeah, gears a bit. Yes. Okay. Let me let me just let me just finish this bit. Alright. Cool, cool, gears. Cool. So I was talking about about double standards and just wrap mm. up that by saying like, you know, if we expect men to value for their accomplishments, we expect women to value for their appearance. Appearance reduces with age. Mm. Then that means that we are saying that women lose status with their age. Yeah. And then men, right and reproduction as well. Yeah. And. That definitely creates a society where a lot of men are anxious about aging, which we see on TV and around us. Anyway, so mm-hmm. you know, people facing ch- changes to their youth or parents will definitely fear aging a lot more than than those who don't. Particularly if your if your value in the world is based Attached on that, yeah, right. And of course, like we can see. Many, as many young girls that, that, I mean, growing up that I can remember talking to you who were young, when I was young as well, who just say, oh man, like, like, obviously they say you don't want to grow old, but like when they're saying it, I'm, I'm not thinking that at all. My mind is not thinking. I'm like, mm. why? But like, she's she, she looking so peng, but she's still worried about Agent future because she knows yeah. that the peng has an expiry date. Yeah. I mean, possibly. <laughs> yeah. With- <laughs> 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 oh my god this episode is crazy anyways um but you know i'm trying to think of it i, I you know it's the thing the double standard thing is is a real thing because you know for men you can kind of counteract your aging whatever with i guess money and achievements like you've said right um even if you have a pot belly or whatever or a dad bod like you know, nobody celebrates mom buds the way people fetishize the whole dad bod thing sometimes. So it's a very, and I don't know if that's a genuine or I like the pop belly. I like I like how you know you're looking this way, or if it's just a I don't know. It's 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 a weird it's a weird whole thing. Um, I, I have I my think. my theories for that, but I'm not gonna say that. On the you always do. No way. <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I was gonna say something around. I don't. It's not so much connected to aging per se, but so, you know, I'm the one on our podcast that lives or spends a lot of time on Twitter and sees all these things a lot of times. Um, and I bring them to your foot, but then I don't think I sent this one to you, but it was around. Don't worry, one day I'll join you. <laughs> it was about, it was about, um, so people were making this thing about taking care of your parents. Um, 
and they were making a big deal mm. like they were making a big deal out of it and um you know there was a camp that was saying i'm privileged like i counted the privilege to be able to you know work hard and then take care of my parents when they get old um and then there was a camp that was like you know that doesn't happen in the west they take care of themselves and they actually break provisions for their children even up until longer age i don't think that was the whole argument but the idea was sure there's other places where children are not the respo- like parents are not the responsibility of their children the way yeah, they, yeah. they are on this side right and you know people were claiming that and, and that is an attack that that's an attack on the fundamental structure of family I'm continue. Mm, yeah well yes it's that but people were kind of like saying that that's what makes you know holds a lot of people back um and all those things like that and then other people came and you know so there were also bits about um you know the sacrifice levels that are different right that you know you see people in the in the west you know giving their children houses or getting in their first car all of these things and you know people then complaining on this side but then you know the other people were like oh i know my parents did a lot for me as well you know paid my way through school and i think so the narrative was that a lot of parents did a lot of things that their children and kids are now not they're discounting basically. They're not adding. And to be fair, some people had very terrible parents and all of those things. But you know, it was just a very weird narrative on, on Twitter, and it made me think about aging. And maybe that's another fear of aging, the sense that you know, a lot of okay, yes, this is what I'm trying to make that maybe. So some people argue that African parents have kids as an insurance policy. Yes, that was the that was the main retirement idea. plan. Reti- retirement plan. Yes, exactly. So yeah, I just remembered exactly that was the old that was the whole argument that you know should you give birth to kids and co- like for the purpose of making them your retirement plan and then comparing that, that is to a the- dumb question <laughs> Compa- like i i don't know i don't know why sorry go on but <laughs> yeah how can you ask a question like that if, if someone asks that question i can't answer it i, w- I won't it ends there because the question me actually me, is me giving into the assumption behind a question hmm. nobody has a kid thinking this kid would bring me money back in 40 years time no one but does that on. nobody does yeah, that yes. i'm sorry wait no wait, one wait, does wait, that wait. you know why well okay, wait go on. why no so so why, why i'm saying wait is because you know people do like i there, there is a narrative that the reason to have many children is so that you have someone to take care of you in your old age now using the term retirement plan might be what is you know making this feel extreme but I would argue that a lot of people, they, when they have kids and they have more kids, a lot of times to make sure that, okay, at least, okay, maybe not primarily to take care of them, but that's definitely one of the considerations, right? Because you hear old people talking about how, like, you know, if, if when a kid, when maybe a kid dies before their parents, right? One of the arguments or one of the things that people get sad about is that, oh, he's going to take care of you when you're older, Right. Isn't that like? Would you say yes. that's on the thing? But yeah. but again, that is a subset of subsets of 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 considerations. Mm. That's not a fundamental consideration. Mm. And if you're living in a society where a kid often has a life expectancy that may not be the best, you have to. Right? You're going to follow Darwinism mm. by default. Survival of the fittest, because mm. whoever survives that, if you survive a rough environment, you're likely to produce or reap much more benefits mm. because harsher environments like like where we came from have a bigger gap between the rich and and the poor mm. right so if you can escape that poverty you have a good chance of being able to contribute something back to the parents mm. right but again 
it's not as if they they're having kids because like, yeah like when they're giving birth they're like yeah come on they're saying oh birth. man yeah, baby girl yeah, let's yeah. you're to, right to you right now you're ovulating we need this to <laughs> transplant today let's make it work no one says that it's just that alongside the idea of having kids you are hoping legacy. for a legacy to make mm-hmm. your, your life better or have a better life than you yeah which, which, which in turn helps your life yeah right yeah and I understand that idea in in sense of some some parents think that right. My parents think well, according to what he's told me, hmm. which I believe, my dad thinks differently. Yeah, right. My father is the kind of person that just says, "I'm gonna give you what you need, and go and do your thing. Hmm. I'll sell myself out." Right, but trust me, I as I as a human being, I am thinking every day to myself, saying, "Bro, when I when I'm making my money." I've already put in my mind how much I'm sending my parents every month from my income. Mm. That's mm. Th- that's what I'm doing for as long as for as long as I can. Mm. Right. Mm. If you if, if you want to say I'm, I'm the plan I'm, I'm the retirement plan, mm. fine. I mean I'm not. But even if I was, I don't see that as a a uh, a terrible flag to bear because mm. I yeah. can trace. I can Everything trace like that you are contributions they've to, made to my yeah. life yeah. from them. Yeah. That's I know that my neighbor possibly did not have. Or mm. I, I've I've had friends, either first degree or second degree friends that possibly did not get opportunities that I got. Whether mm. that's from advice, whether that's from discipline, whether that's from exposure, etc. Mm. But also, like, I don't understand. Shouldn't you love your parents? And if you love your parents, can't you just do what you want to do. So, you know, it's the thing that I think the, my answer to that... There's a problem in society today yeah. whereby there's, a, there's this need to unpack everything that may seem normal and re, re-understand it, and, and we, which, which is not yeah. bad. Question things. But there's a need to create new formulas for things that have a million possibilities. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's, it's like I was going to say, it's, it's almost like a result of the, of the woke kind of thing, right? So it's like, you are, you are now taking, like you said, you're now taking your wokeness and your new revelation and light and trying to, like you said, unpack things that don't need unpacking or have very simple answers. But you try to just make it seem like this conspiracy thing. And like, yeah. and, you, and to be fair, to be fair, okay, go on, go on. Although, although if the question is, are you obligated mm. to be their plan? That's a different question. Mm. Mm. That's a different question. You know, when we speak, we need to understand words that we use. And this is why I always ask, I always say, what do you mean by this? What do you mean by this? Mm. If you're asking that, that's a different thing entirely. Mm. That's, that's then talking about a philosophy or morality or spiritual lens, yeah. whatever. Right. I, if you ask me that one, then I, I'm, I'll think differently about it. Mm. Right. But if you're saying, should you, you make arguments of why is, why, 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 why do people do that? Yeah. You know, then it's like, <laughs> bro, like, do you want do you want to diminish the idea of family? Mm. Mm. And 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 also, there's people there's people out there who've lost parents and wish they that could. they can use the, the money that they're earning. Mm. What what am I saying? Didn't 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 this girl say this on the podcast yeah. as well? Yeah, Bukola. Bukola. yeah. She said on the on, 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 on one of our griefs, she said that that she she sad because she wishes she can spend the money she's making mm. on her folks. Mm. 
Right. So, so some of us speak <laughs> from a, a level of privilege where we have parents to even talk about the fact that I don't want to. Plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have mm. none. Mm. Right. Mm. And they will gladly spend. But also, people often think that the retirement plan has to be like you're sending them 100 B every month. <laughs> if you're not making that amount of money, I mean, a good parent would not expect you to mm. give them half of what you're earning. Mm. But sometimes that retirement plan could just mean that like you are just helping them out. It could be going to their home once every three months to go and fix the bulb mm. or to go and do something. Mm. You know, mm. like... That, that's country. I don't know why we see things in just such a black and white. Yeah, manner. I, I know the, the other part of it that is crazy is that you know. Let's talk about even the motherhood episode. You know, I think it was Onye that was telling us that you know her mother was a mother-in-law that you know came you know to take care of the baby while she was during the first like very intense phase, which is something that's very common you know back in back home like in, in Nigeria where yeah. during the first couple of months of childbirth, if your mother or mother-in-law is in the same space, exactly. they do that right, and they they gladly do that. Also, obviously, people might say they have their own incentives like. They want to feel needed again and things like that. But again, it's this thing that everything is interconnected. But when you now try to isolate separate things and be like, oh, this is why this, this is why this is there. I don't know. Anyways, it wasn't an argument that lasted. It lasted a bit too long on Twitter. But like you said, Twitter is not the place to have these kinds of conversations. So for me, people are just making arguments, not for the sake of that's what they truly believe in. Um, I feel like it's just to put something out there and be very controversial a lot of times because yeah. some of those takes are wild. And again, like if it's your culture to, you know, to have to not like if you're if your culture should just do your thing your parents are their your parents are their are their own person mm-hmm. you're your own person that's your culture then so Run be it, my it. guy don't fault anybody lady, else. So yeah. Be it. yeah exactly right but you should not just because because there's an alternative doesn't mean you have to reconfigure what your existing one represents mm. because it's it's tailored to you mm. the reason why it's there yeah right? you, you you come from a long line of 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 traditions that are functioning for a reason mm. And you cannot separate it from who you are. Yeah. You can try. Mm. Yeah. But it's not, it's not every time you can separate it from who you are. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So the next one. True or false? Okay. Give me. True okay. Or false. Go on. No, you go on. You go on. True or false? Mm-hmm. You're concerned you'll be lonely when you're old. False. I don't know why it took me a second, but <clears throat> false. Let's, let's say false. True or false? You worry that you'll be poor when you're old. Mm, that's a tough one. Um, no. False. Like mine is I, false as well. I worry like I worry about some level of wealth and if I were to do certain things that I desire to do, but not not poor. Yeah. In, you know what I'm about lately? I'm thinking about the, the kind of life that I actually like. <laughs> Wally, <laughs> but let's so I was in the office one day and I stumbled upon a a uh, a video. It was about one hour thirty two minutes mm. on YouTube, and it was just this guy who made like a very fancy bowl, wooden bowl, mm-hmm. right? But it showed how he did it from cutting the tree, literally that process. Mm. So from tree to bowl on table, yeah. dining table, and. I don't know. There's something about that just felt so appealing to me. Let's move to the to the farmer starts to do. You want to get? You want, you want to be? And I just thought, no, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going somewhere. And I thought, this life, right? Everybody just we are we are, we are in our own bubble. Mm. 
That's the truth. Again, digress number 50 <laughs> the episode. But let's keep going. We'll make it. We'll make it. Because this guy, to make the, the wooden bowl, right, mm. from the tree, I know, I know my words cannot explain how beautiful this bowl was and how, how complex it was, but mm. honestly, bro, it was beautiful and complex to make. Mm. You have to think, like, the craftsmanship in that thing is definitely years of experience. Mm. But even, even if me or someone else say, oh, I've got a PhD so, 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 so months, there's no way, there is no way, <laughs> if, if you leave me in that room for, for one year to figure it out, I can't. Mm. But I can be my own, my own high or saying that, oh, you know, somebody who wears this, this kind of lumberjack shirt doesn't know shit. Mm. You know, um, you know, he didn't go to school. So he's not, mm. he's not. My point is like, my point, my point here is that there's people who are not like us in the sense of they're not, let's say, working class. Mm. They're not working in knowledge sector. Mm. They're not working in tech. They're not working in whatever is fancy nowadays. They're not on Twitter. Mm. They can't speak English. What I don't mm. know. Whatever it is, but we just think that this person is just can easily can easily write them off because they, they're not in our worldview of, of a of a of a of a career click. Yeah. But but then I saw that and I was inspired by what this guy did because it was just brilliant. And I thought, actually, yeah. maybe one day I would not mind. Actually, would not mind if I can learn that kind of like move to a place where that's what it's you're just learning. like yeah it's just like it's just like but again family comes in the way ugh, of, your, <laughs> of your dreams <laughs> <laughs> see how he said it but bro like you know as you were saying these things right you know it also reminded oh, me God. it also reminded me a bit about <laughs> about um um like the way money ends up being the the measuring stick because you know, right now, it's like because we know everybody's mm. doing different things, the one way we try to measure everybody is by the standard of wealth. So however you choose to get there, shall, shall make the money so that everybody can properly fit you into what the world system is. But to be fair, like we're just too, there's just too many other different pieces that choosing one metric, like, you know, money and things like that is, although it's the most popular way to rank and, you know, fit people into hierarchies because we're hierarchical animals, like you always say. It's, it's not the only way to do it, right? Um, and sometimes because of what we're consistently exposed to, um, that's like the only standard that we're trying to measure by. Um, and, and yeah, like this goes back to multiple mm. times we've spoken about this thing about ambition and things like that. And I think if a lot of us pay closer attention to what I will call our true selves, and not to sound too loopy and like Russell Brand or anything, but like, if you pay enough attention to I love that guy he's so brilliant <laughs> to what's going on on the inside of you you might find that you know certain things that you're chasing like maybe it's not really what you want right and it can be hard because you're like because it again, is very hard it it's is, very it's a hard endeavor to figure out what exactly your true self is particularly I don't, know, I, I don't know my true self yeah because particularly when and again particularly when you're not able to isolate yourself from the public space of the world like you can't just like if you if each of us could at some point choose to move into some remote place and not interact with certain number of things some of our goals will change but because we're where we are it comes to certain demands and you know there's something going on on twitter about like you know obviously with the whole russia ukraine thing um and africans trying to cross into 
you know, certain countries and them being, you know, not like they're, they're pushing the Ukrainians first and all of these things. And it's just, and, you know, people, the narrative that's been coming on Twitter now is that money and prestige stops nonsense. And to be fair, that, that's true to a lot of points, particularly when you're dealing with the world like that, right? Like this, this story where, you know, as Africans, the, the only weapon or the only recourse we seem to have is to appeal to the humanical, like the humanity in someone else to be taken seriously. That's usually the only resource we have, right? And everybody sees that as some form of weakness, right? And then that's why all of this is... So again, I'm just trying to... The, the point to this digression is the fact that... That's like, interesting. I'm, yeah, like, is that this... I know we're in a world that celebrates and honestly, sometimes to defend yourself, you need to have bar, you need to have money, you understand all these things. But don't let that take away as you chase that like still be, I don't know, still look on the inside and try to find what keeps you happy because we've, we've heard all the stories of people that reach that top and have all the material things. And I know it sounds loopy and everything, but it's true. Like people get there and are facing very interesting demons, right? And, you know, I know we say, let's get there first and we'll know, we'll, let's have the money and then we'll talk about the demons. But, you know, is it that simple? But anyways. And also like, not to sound like a hypocrite to be honest, but, but also loopy. <laughs> I think maybe I'm maybe I'll do this as well. Maybe I'm also a victim of this, but I think we look we live in the future too much. Mm. We live in the future like too much. Like too much. Like almost everything is always a case of, okay, yeah, well, when the time comes. Or when I get there. Or I don't know, like it's just there's this like idea that that now again I'm I'm putting to not I'm I'm putting myself right now as well not just to myself. Mm. Is the idea that now? Important. No, it's important too, but now makes no difference. Or the motions and are, are not are not required now. Mm. The energy, the concern, the hope is not required now, but in the future. And future is always an imagined state mm. of your current mind. But bro, mm. I meant this can happen in, in, in the future. <laughs> okay, mm. let's, let's come back to this. Yeah. Please digress too much. <laughs> People are very sorry. This episode is, is still titled, still about aging. All right, mm. in case you joined at some point and you heard us talking about different things. Still about aging. Um, back to my true or false questions. Yeah. I feel that People will ignore me when I'm old. Mm, false. Not thought about that. Honestly, wait. Let me caveat all my answers. Wait. Maybe I've just not spent a lot of time thinking about when I'm going to be older, right? And That's so fine. Maybe, Sometimes yeah. first instinct answers are always um, equally important. Point. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I think I worry that. Do I? Maybe a bit. Just because, like, people who are old have ignored them. Not not deliberately, but like. So to be fair, like, I think for I me... I just, like, pass by. Yeah. But for me, like, I think it also depends. Grew up as an only child for the most part, been living independently and all of those things. So when you say people ignoring me, like, for me, it's like, you know, was I even seeking their attention in the first place? But maybe that's because I'm getting their attention right now. So what if I stop getting the attention I'm currently getting? Maybe that's how I should think about it. But generally, just first reaction, like I said, it's almost that, you know, yeah, we came alone mm. and we'll we'll go back alone in some kind of way. So people ignoring me is not that um deep. Or maybe I'm just thinking my family will always be there pretty much. So 
that's also another bias I have. Most things that I do now are boring and monotonous. I hell no. <laughs> nope. That is false. Not Definitely true. false. Not true. I'm afraid that my health will be bad when I'm old. Yes. Mm. I mean, I'm not afraid. But you have it I'm, on your mind and so you're taking But I don't to, want that to be the case. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the thing. So, so for me, I, I don't think about it, but I definitely don't want to contribute to... I, like, I'm, I'm stacking the odds as much as possible, but God willing, in my favor, is how I'll put it, as much as I can. Um, because there's, there's, there's definitely other things that I could be doing that will make that more of a case of a reality and a possibility and a probability than other things that I'm not doing. So that's, that's yeah. how I'll answer that And I think this, this point is important because people talk about... So there's two camps to this. Hmm. One is one of those who see the future health, the future state of physical and mental um, abilities as, as an outcome of today's investment, mm. right? Some just say, well, that, that outcome is by chance because you can do everything in the book yeah. and still get struck by cancer, for example. You always say struck every time. On any episode that has had this part of the conversation come up, you always use the phrase "get struck." Like, <laughs> I don't know why. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but like, isn't like, that an appropriate phrase? It is, but I'm just saying it's a quite a unique phrase because to say "get struck" by. Right. I think I use that because, because you like, you. Yeah. There's a there's level of ra- there's level of randomness. Mm. To cancer, I guess, to an extent, in most parts, based on our current understanding. Yeah, based on our current. Yeah. Good caveat. So like, yeah. you just like you don't often is it just like it's often like a card you're dealt like at a poker game <laughs> or playing Uno that you just like oh shit. So that's why this is struck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my point yeah, is like going, there's yeah. there's people who say like why do I do all these things when it's possible that I can mm. I can try and be healthy now and then in twenty years I get cancer and then all of my health is pointless. So it is not it is not an easy um, mentality to battle because even though you're somebody who's trying to be healthy now, right? Stuff can happen. Mm. But I I always say, what's the alternative? Yeah, exactly right. It's, it's almost the right. if you take it on a philosophical level, it's almost like the one argument for like um, I guess believing in God or anything is that you know. If if you believe now, find out that, you know, nothing is real, then you've not really lost anything per se. But then if you don't believe and you find out that it's real, it's like, you know, you've lost everything. But obviously people can argue that if you believe that it's real, then you're losing things on this side because you're only thinking about the other side. And then when you get there, there's no other side. So you've already lost on this side. I'll, I don't even know if I'll keep this in, but yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Do you think yeah. the best years of your life are behind you or ahead of you? Ooh, ahead. Ahead, always ahead. I don't think that. Do I wonder what if they are behind? I, I, that's what I was going to say. I I don't think it's a health. This is not the health age thing. I think this is just a almost a belief and faith kind of thing. Um, that Mm. the best is always yet to come. Like, yeah, I yeah I I, yeah pretty much, (laughs) pretty much. That's that that's because. Funny enough, like even as a Christian and everything, even for guys in the Bible, when you read their stories for folks that grew really old, for some of them, they always very they always specified that even in their old age, they were 
you know, still vigorous and things like that. They always try to specify it, you know, in cases of Moses and things like that. So, you know, because another argument someone can make is, oh, but we're all growing old and going to grow weak. But, you know, the narrative of, of strength and vigor continuing up until the point where, you know, you're called home is, is a thing that a lot of us hold true to and at least pray for in that sense. So, yeah, um, I don't think my best days are behind me in any sort of way. You know, I think one thing we should also remember as well is that that clock thing is a big deal. You know, even though we say it every day and we forget about it when we wake up, it's a very big deal because mm. all of us are hustling out, out here wherever we are. If you listen to this, some some are listening to this right now and they're they're currently in their in their hustle. Mm. Some are planning to go to their hustle. Some are just come out, come out from their hustle. Mm. So like we're all hustling right now, and everybody's open is open for some breakthrough break. or some increase in wealth, rewards, achievements, whatever. Mm. But I think you should also remember that two harsh realities. One is how we define our breakthrough may not be what our future gives to us. And I always say this because looking at my own life right now, it's just a weird life because what what business do I have <laughs> doing a doing a PhD? I mean like <laughs> <laughs> I mean like that was that, that was that was one okay what by that I mean that there were points in my life where that was like an abstract concept yeah right like it was an abstract concept as of a thing like oh that thing exists mm. but then again I'm about to wrap one up but then again I'm wondering where would I be in five years that's another abstract concept mm. Mm. and who knows that what am I doing in five years? Something that I never even 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 imagined. Right. Mm. But my point there is that my thought of my idea of breakthrough five years ago was it's not where I am now. It's very it's, different. It's yeah. a different path. Even even success in this phase of yeah. what I'm doing doesn't still meet match the idea of breakthrough that I had five years ago. Mm. Right. And now now that I'm my current age. My idea of breakthrough now may not be what I get dished out in six years. Mm. All right. So I kind of take peace in the fact that not, 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 not only what will be will be, but you have to keep showing up every day, but also be open to the idea that, again, goes back to what I said every time, like you can never, you are too narrow dumb blind to see what is what's going to open up for you mm. and i don't mean that in a in in an insulting sense no i mean the fact that there's so many possibilities that can happen to one person yeah that you can never see and this is why you know it never i'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised when i read all the stories of these um artists musicians authors who like made it when they were old charles darwin wrote wrote published up his first major piece when i was 50 i think mm. you know samuel jackson got his first major role when he was 43 in his mm. 40s you know um what's this guy's name the guy of marvel stan lee 
Yeah. The first comic was the one was 37. Mm-hmm. Oprah was a late bloomer. Even Drogba, tw- tw- mm-hmm. 20, 20, 26. Abraham, mm-hmm. 80 years old. <laughs> the list goes on. So mm-hmm. what's my point? My point is like, this social clock that often drives us to fear and be anxious of the future that's that we have no idea can bring hmm. is often pointless. Somebody slept in Ukraine two weeks ago or last <laughs> Bro. year, Bro. had a plan. And, and this year, Bro. they are under a new reality. Bro, Bro like right. that, now, that and, one, and, th- that and one that's is... Not, and that's not an, a, sorry, I'll let you talk, but that's not a, a word to suggest life is meaningless. No. Mm. It's not a word to suggest do what you want. No. Mm. It suggests that mm. you cannot control it all. So sometimes, oftentimes, with your diligent action and hard work, do that while letting go. Yeah. You know, so, so, so what I was going to say, even before you brought up this, this Ukraine issue, is actually that I think the problem is um, the things that people are holding on to are actually the things that you're supposed to hold loosely to. And the things that you're supposed to hold very strongly, people are not even searching for it. And I'm going to use this word very cautiously because it's been bastardized, which is this idea of purpose. And I'm not using it in the sense of, oh, everybody has one thing that they're supposed to do. But there's core things and core foundational things and big and grand, or big and grand relative terms, but there's just, ideas and these things that drive us as humans right and we need to find that thing that you know we find fulfillment in like the guy you described doing the wood thing and whatnot i don't think he woke up when he was like two or three years old or whatnot and decided that's what he was going to do but you know the way life experiences and everything has molded and shaped it he's found himself doing just that but i'm just saying like even if you look at biblical figures and things like that like abraham because we're father of many nations like he only had what two kids wait like, sorry like, i'm regarding abraham yeah. Was, he, was he 80 years old? Did I get that right? Because oftentimes I, I, I get my Bible starts wrong. So Abraham was 100 years old when he had Isaac and Sarah was 90, no. I believe. When was he called to leave? I think it was 75. It was 75. Thereabouts. Yeah. Right. But no, okay. you're, you're, you're a good ballpark. Um, and yeah. But so, so like, you know, he said it was going to be a father of many nations. That's the vision and grand idea that he had. He was going to move away from his father's house into a land and that will be for his generation but he didn't really see like he saw some success like he gathered an army had a child you know did all those things but but he didn't see everything yeah but when you're reading hebrews like you know yes they say they didn't they didn't they didn't get the promise per se but even the journey towards this idea of something larger than you right was enough to sustain them through that period david like started fan boy doing his own thing brothers don't like him all of that, all of that, all of that. You're anointed as king, but then you're on the run for the next couple of years. You're basically a fugitive. You understand? And then, you know, you become king and all of these things. And so, um, and then even, let's look at Jesus as well, right? You know, you're going to be all, by 12 years old, they were already saying things about him in the temple, but we didn't hear anything. He didn't start anything until he was 30, basically, and then three years to do the ministry thing. So, again, pointing out all these stories and, Maybe you don't believe in the Bible. That's that's not the point here. The point here is that, you know, history has examples. And those are just examples that me I'm using as reference. But you can do your own examples. And, you know, Wale has given names of people that you want to search about and things like that. And, you know, I think a lot of what was driving these guys was not this idea of reaching some top of some ladder. 
if you realize. Society might place them on a ladder eventually. And I guess maybe Kanye is the, I guess, other side of things. But to be fair, even watching the documentary, although he wanted to be big and things like that, it was something else. He wanted to tell a story. He felt there was... A, I don't know if you've watched... Have you watched any part of the documentary for Kanye recently? Powerful documentary. Yeah, bro. Like, so... Like, I watched... Powerful documentary. His, his, mom, his mom is a rock bro, star. Bro, bro, bro. But yeah, but... That's my but, favorite character in that, <laughs> in that whole thing. I'm not yeah. character because they're real life. They're real life. So. <laughs> but yes, mean. the person's story. Yeah. But, 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 but you know, like... It, I really like the first one because because a lot of people can say, oh, Kanye was chasing his goals, you know, to be win Grammys and do things. I almost, I feel like we almost even watched the evolution of that change a bit because initially what was really driving him was the fact that, first of all, he didn't want to just be identified as a producer because all through growing up and things like that, he had been writing. He was talking about how he's looking at how all the current rappers, people think the only people that can rap are people that have been through the streets and all of these things. But he feels like there's a lot mm. more people out there that there's a story that he's gone through you can relate to. You know, he's listening to his dad and mom arguing and making things about, talking about why these people are doing certain things, why the neighbor did that, how the culture is affecting this. And he felt like a lot of people could relate to that. And honestly, if you watch the first episode, that was what was driving it, the fact that he wanted to tell that side of the story, right? Um, and obviously, like, things change. Like, you can lose focus. I'm not saying you can't lose focus or anything, but I'm just saying that can happen and introduce other things that don't seem like the original intent. But I'm just saying, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I talked about Kanye being the alternative example, but actually just remembering that yeah. Kito also had something larger than just this material thing that was driving him. So I think that's what we should all, like it, it can be difficult to say, oh, go find that because it doesn't mean you should keep everything else on hold while you try to find this thing. But it's like, it can just pay an attention to, I guess, we're, I guess we're, yeah, go on. And, but also like, I think not everything, not, not every journey of finding something has to be for an external grandiose um, thing yeah yeah grandiose yeah. thing i think we we all can be rockstars it's not mm. possible if not we, it, there we, wouldn't be a rockstar like we, pretty much we have, we have many friends i mean i'm in a place where i have many colleagues many colleagues have families mm. and then extends the branch extends we all cannot be rockstars we all cannot be billionaires we all can be millionaires we all can't be everything right some of some of us few of us will mm. but we all can be so if we all can achieve, if we all cannot achieve those things, then it doesn't mean there's nothing left to achieve. Mm, mm. Right? And that's because, yeah. oh, this is why I love um, Jean-Pierre so much. Because, again, no, let me rephrase mm. that. This is why I admire <laughs> him so much. Mm. Because there's things he says, some, some things I, I don't agree with in the sense I'm like, oh, bro, that's a bit. But something he says like, mm. gets me to think. And he said, someone said, oh, how do you define success? Right? And he said, well, it depends on what you mean by success. Mm. Right? Because in life, we're playing many games. Mm. Mm. Playing the game of family, of career, of meaning in terms of like your everyday life, hobbies, mm. and like relationships generally. Mm. And he said, these are like four or five categories. Mm. You, you, can't, you can't succeed in all of them. It's not possible. It is not possible. Because you have to make trade-offs. If you are extremely career-focused, it means you're spending a lot of time, possibly. Or, mm. I don't know. But you're going to have trade-offs with something else. Sacrifice right. is what people call yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, so you yeah. cannot win in all games. Mm. Right. So what's success then if you, if you can win in all games? Well, it means prioritizing some games over the other. And being okay with or, that. Or the experiences that some games give over the other. Mm. So in that sense, if 
the grandiose life of externalities is not something that we can all achieve. Mm. That tells me that that cannot be, that should not be number one place as you prioritize success. Mm. That, me saying that does not mean that that anybody, that I'm saying that, that people should not, um, you know, work Aspire hard or whatever. No, that, no, 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 yeah. that's different. But it means that the trade-offs that come from that mm. for, the other, for the other categories, are they mm. worth it all the time? Mm. Mm. Not really. Mm. For me, mine obviously has to be a balance of, let's say, relationship, family, and career, right? But mm. I would never want a world where my, my career success is 80, 80. Comes at the expense of... And, and family yeah. success is 20. Mm. I don't want that. Right, I can I can mm. get sixty sixty and the rest drop, possibly. Or the rest mm. are different or higher. I don't know, but we all can't play this game successfully. So if mm. we all can't do that and we all cannot be rocksters, then maybe sometimes success is in the things that nobody can measure or see from your account Absolutely. or whatever. Maybe it's just yeah. how you experience yeah. people around you for thirty years. Maybe it's just your impact in the community of five streets. Maybe it's just mm. the person that you 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 bring out of, out of hell into heaven. Maybe it's mm. just, you know, you be able to find something, invent something that changes lives. Maybe just you be able to start a business that everybody that goes to work on in that environment uses every day, makes make their life easier. Mm. Maybe it's just you having siblings, fixing your family, being the person in your family that helps everybody get along these are not mm. trivial things these are all meaningful things and mm. I'm sorry I've thought about these things in just 30 seconds and I'm sure with d- deeper thinking I can find more my point is that there is more that we can bring out beyond the grandiose things and that's why I've always said an ordinary life is a decent life because in the, in the infinite life in infinite idea of the world beyond the universes the uh, Milky Way etc we are nothing. <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. 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 When I fly a plane and I look, I look down, I, I look at, oh my, no, that's even, that's even going too far. When I go hiking, bro, and I look at mm. how high I am up and I see cars, how small they are and I think, I feel different. I think differently. Mm. Now imagine you now go out of space and like, that's just a planet of people in there hustling. What is that? Mm. And that's why studies have shown that people who live near the ocean tend to be happier because you, you, I, I didn't read why, but you I can imagine, I, I can imagine that the sense of to, self, yeah. to this grand yeah. thing and you're like, bro, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm you know, grateful. It, it, it's what, it, it's what P. Sam said um, on, on the, um, if, if God is dead episode, because you know, he said something about this Western ideology of, you know, this sense of self and self-importance that everybody places on themselves, right? It's actually not, it's not the ideal situation, right? Um, and honestly, I feel like maybe if someone from the eastern part of the, of the world, right, maybe China, Asia, may, okay, I'm sure maybe some of them might be listening to us and be wondering like, no, we don't have this problem. But although they've also been westernized in a certain kind of way, because when you look at like the big Asian cities and things like that, it's also an always on I need to like hustle and do things approach. So honestly, this, the hustle is a curse. Let's just be real with it. Like 
you know, hard work no, is it's, good it's, work. It's, it's not a curse. Wait, the is not a curse. No, no, no. Wait, let me let me confirm. Let, let me let me back what I'm saying. Right. Proverbs. I, I'm talking about this from from okay, me. I'm, I'm not sure. No, bro. I'm, I'm hard about work. To, I'm, no, I'm about to yeah, quote yeah, by one. Yeah, sure. Wait, wait. But bro, <laughs> is it bro, I'm says, not talking about. I'm. Someone I'm not talking about hard work or diligent work. Okay, okay. No, okay, I'm okay. not talking about hard work or diligent work. To, right. To I'm first, talking about this. Thanks for cutting me because I wasn't sure what the verse said. <laughs> exactly but it's this idea of like toiling this idea of toiling yes that's fighting. what the verse says you yeah. stole it that what <laughs> something about toiling <laughs> you, sto- you stole it I'll look for it and show you after well anyways but, but, but the idea is that God's idea for us for work and things like that is really a bit different than the, the way um, you know the society and economy has painted it so again like Jordan Peterson and everybody else or people that have reached that peak and really reached this level of self-awareness I think um, defining the game that you're playing and making sure that that's the game you want to be playing um, is what you should do. Because a lot of people, you know, they also want to stress about or think about this game thing. So let me just do what everybody's doing. Like, it's like this whole thing. I can see if the majority of people are doing this, I can see if we're all wrong. If if it's wrong, then we're all wrong, right? I can see other people to be wrong together with, which is another yeah. sense of <laughs> which is another sense of community. But again, making sure that what you're sacrificing to do that you're actually like adding enough value to that but anyways before we make this a superficial loopy loopy let's bring it back to aging so Um, i just thought i should wrap up with like some of the things like people who are old tend to say that they regret not doing in life perfect and possibly as a way for us to reflect um so one so i'm I'm, again i gathered some stuff from different places i just want to read them out um one by one so one is there's an argument that we should focus on short term over long term. And mm. I think the idea there was not really about not investing for the future, but more about not focusing and worrying too much about the future, but at the day at hand. I'm glad I'm, yeah, I'm glad I'm saying this because this relates to what I said just now. And speaking to myself, because I don't mm. think I've mastered this. I haven't at all. I am useless mm. at this. <laughs> so this is a word to myself in the sense of Living the present alleviates, relieves, improves a lot of things that we worry about for the future because you are enjoying what's in front of you and your present. And that sounds very yoga-ish, like, <laughs> of course. But if you think deeply about it, it makes sense. And I always do the math with my own life and say, think about where I was, think about who I was, what I was thinking. Two years, three years, four years, five years, even even just before COVID. The way the way we all thought was just different. But if 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 in January 2020 you were planning this life that you had for the year and you were struggling because you were worried about how how you execute that year, you were, you know, you were just very, very anxious. And then COVID came and just said, you know what, I've got plans. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that, that that your efforts to plan ahead sh- should be mocked. No, that's not the point. But there's there's, there's difference. There's a line. There's a thin line between planning diligently and worrying about things you cannot control. Mm. Right, and and I think that's what this message from this old person was talking about here. And that one is instead of worrying, prepare. Easier said than done. I cannot, mm-hmm. I can't, me personally, I cannot worry. I'm going to be honest. Um, 
I'm a warrior. No warrior, low. <laughs> anyway, I'm a warrior, but I think it's easier said than done to say warrior, warrior not prepare. Um, and I worry because there's so many uncertainties that I'm dealing with right now. But there's the mantra that says, the more you prepare, the more your hope rises. You know, sometimes you prepare, but you're, you're not sure, you're just never sure whether you prepared it enough. But I guess to some extent, it does work. You know, so maybe you've got an interview coming up. You've got a job application, the inside out. Maybe you've got some, some public speaking to do. The more you prepare for it, I'm guessing and I'm hoping that the less worried you'll be. But again, these are things that, that you can see and touch. And that means that if you start worrying about things about five years, three years, two years, how, how do you get ready for that? You know, so preparation also has to be in context to the time. You know, prepare for things that, you know, that have, I guess, visible, touchable outcomes. I can't imagine someone said, oh, guy, prepare for your 30s. How? What does that mean? Like, and we always say, and most Instagram quotes, but they say, like, oh, 20s are where you should hustle, hustle for your 30s and get for your 30s. Like, I, I, what do you, okay, what am I doing wrong? Just, just tell me. Let, let me do it. Because again, that's still this idea of living in the future, I think, because there's this, too many like prescriptions on what's, the decades of certain certain periods should be. You know, 40s is when you should do this. But like, bro, who the hell knows? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, everybody is on, like, yes, we're all living the same lives and we'd all maybe go through most of the same ages, but not through the same conditions. Like, you know, someone that's had to deal with certain different things would use their 20s to do something else. So, Again, like again, I think it's our human needs to reduce certain things into catchphrases and things that everybody can sort of figure out. We switch, we switch tough questions with easier questions, but act like the answers to the easier questions also answers the hard question. That's that's uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I can think about this, right? So it's like, yeah, you're wondering how to do life, which is a very tough question. But you answer with the easy question of how do I make money? And you're doing making money as equal to doing life, right? And yeah. so, but that doesn't answer the question of how to do life. So that's what I mean by switching hard questions with easier questions, but then using those answers as the answer to everything, which is never really the right way to go. But can we take one more and then, you know, tie this and um, call no, it the, I think I'll just say some things. I think if anything, if you can, if you're in the same environment, and if you've not done Jackpot. Spend time, spend time with people that you love, right? People that you grew up with, people that your family, you know. Um, I, you know, I sent you that video that said that we've already spent the most time with our parents that we we'll, we'll ever have already. That yeah. that that yeah. was a crazy thought, and it's so damn true, <laughs> right? You know, and I was telling you how it felt crazy for you and for me. I think I'd always had that picture in my mind, so it was almost freeing in a kind of freeing, yeah. Way, but yeah. Also, we'll like, we'll forgive, it another day. we should also forgive more, like, forgive people more because, you know, life is too short. If you're scared of aging, be equally be scared of, of, the, of the emotions that you're wasting in your aging process as well. Let go mm. of grudges, right? 
stand up for yourself. I think you always want to look back on and say, you know what? I'm glad I'm glad I spoke. Because mm. you know when you go through a meeting or an event or maybe a rude cashier or or a rude receptionist just say something to you. Maybe not even rude, just something that is just wrong. And they, and they, and they leave the building and you're angry with yourself. Mm. Or rather you're angry with the woman or the man. But, you're, but actually you're angry at yourself for not actually standing up for yourself or letting them think you've believed what they've said. Mm. Before you know it, you've like done that five, five times and then you become resentful. Start, start hitting yourself. Mm. Now maybe once in a while, just say, now nah, this is what I believe. And it helps if you say that in, in, in person because in person, you can't be, you, you can't get five retweets that will get you cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Will it survive our kids for, for the new age? <laughs> for the new age world. And yeah, live your own life, honestly. Be honest. Say the truth. You know, work less when you can. See me saying, me saying this <laughs> is so ironic. <laughs> but I hope I can get to the point where I can start working less. Um, and care less about what people think. I envy those who actually do. Like, I know, I know, I know people who, like, just live life and just don't care. Mm. It's so freeing. You can see it. Well, with caution, shall like, obviously balance. I think that that's the other, that's the other thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, obviously, like, I know everything. I know, I know, I, I, yeah, I just, I just wanted to say that, but I trust that everyone that is listening understands what we mean by, by these things, because, yeah, I think we live in this world where everything just has to be black and white for some people and I don't I don't get it. Like there's always like again, w- w- there always has to be a simple answer to everything and people don't seem to have the ability to hold two seemingly conflicting ideas in their head because it's just for them it's impossible and <laughs> that yeah. I think that's that that's created so much more like chaos than than we need in this world already. But anyways, um, let's not get into that philosophical rant um, anymore. Or is that pretty much it? No, that's it. That's it. That's it. All right. Cool, cool. Anyways, th- th- this that's was it. a fun episode. Again, the digression episode. Maybe when we do a quiz at some point in the future, what episode did Toby and Willie digress the hell out of <laughs> their, their, oh, their central conversation? Yeah, exactly. But like trivia. So the yellow pill trivia. Anyways, this no, I was, mean, like. Even if it was just twenty percent, thirty percent, fifty percent aging, I think everything. I, I don't really think. I think yeah. it's a anxiety that happens a lot for different reasons. And I think it's just to tell everybody like you're not alone. Yep, validating right. your experiences over the air. I know. I know. One thing that I always think about is the fact that if you look at your Instagram, for example, you realize that My, you actually aged with all your followers, a lot of them, over mm. time. Did you ever deep that as well? Yeah, like, yeah. like, 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 you're like going by slowly. But yeah, but because yeah, because Instagram came out like when we were 21. Yeah, early. Yeah, that's yeah. So every yeah, I've seen everybody. You can that's why when you go to someone's feed, like for those that still keep their old photos, you, you, you scroll can down see everything. To, yeah, you scroll down to everything. So see how I guess there. I guess that experience is also good enough for us to just see how far we've come. Mm. and be thankful some some people have had losses in this aging period and hopefully they get gains in the future but if you're anxious mm. about aging you're not alone the fear is real but be aware of the yeah, biases and things that make you feel much more anxious and much I hope, more anxious yeah 
Yep, yep, right. yep. And when you're 30, cool like us, you can mm-hmm. do a. Uh, <laughs> I would never do that in my life. Have those Eleanor. balloons. <laughs> <laughs> bro like bro for me like Asian is such a so, I mean, the, so it, let, let, it's, it's, it's not a bad thing I know I know I know but to wrap it up <laughs> on a light note like some 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 social norms that come with aging like I'm so not like I don't buy into it like for me it's just like yeah I don't know like but again everybody has no, what but, to celebrate no but 30 is a, is, a, is a good number to, to, to uh, it's a good number to celebrate though yeah 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 true celebrate but you know everybody celebrates in their own kind of way so that's what I, I just I just leave it there because guys again, 30 bro jeez <laughs> that is convo you know when like like knowing you know when you're the last born and some yeah. age just feel unreal to you <laughs> Exactly. Like, 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 yo, thirty. I'm still last born. You can't be coming <laughs> up on me like this. Like thirty. Hold on. Like, uh, I've got, I've got two siblings ahead. Bro, it's like not one my, my turn. One of my cousins tweeted something, and like, I think we're talking about his age, and he's like, oh, thirty-two, and I'm like, ah, like yeah, thirty-two. Ah, <laughs> I know, I know. Once you clock thirty. But guys, the, the moral lesson is still we this together <laughs> anxiety is real the fear is real <laughs> but we should enjoy the process alright guys enjoy the rest of your week guys over and out goodbye everybody hey there everybody thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Yellow Pale Podcast if you liked our show please support us by giving us a 5 star rating and review and also be sure to share with your friends siblings colleagues and anyone you think might enjoy the episode Another way to support us is by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. We release new episodes every Monday, but don't forget to follow us at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram to stay in touch with us during the week. That's at the Yellow Pill Pod on Instagram. Once again, thank you for taking the Yellow Pill with us today. I'm your co-host Wally, and right next to me is Toby, and we wish you the very best in the coming week. Till next time, peace and love, people. Peace and love.